Good morning, everybody. This is Jane Cormier, your host for Artful Living, here on WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio.com. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, actually, we're welcoming back a guest that we've had on uh, Artful Living in the past, a gentleman. Well, I guess you're from Manchester, right? Yes, Auburn originally. Really? Auburn yes. originally? Okay. But we have Joel Mercier here, and he is from Jean's Playhouse in Lincoln, New Hampshire. And we love having him because he can tell us what's going on up north in Lincoln with regard to performances at Jean's Playhouse. So welcome, Joel. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming me. out again. Always a pleasure. <laughs> well, you know, art for living. We have to have artists here. So, that's right. You know, that's, that's right. part yes, of, of this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I have your website pulled up, and there's all kinds of great stuff on here. Um, you always have a good, you always do great programming. Oh, good, yes. Thank you. rounded programming for everybody. Yes. And I know that that doesn't happen by accident. No. <laughs> well, we're a producing house and a presenting house, so yes. we have to try to focus on both. And, you know, we're trying to cater to our local community, but also our vacationer demographic. So it, it, it gets complicated. So it's quite there's quite an art to it. Yes, there is. There it is. And, you know, it's always good to know that when things look easy and great and they're going along well, People just don't know the work that's going on behind there to make that look so effortless. And it's always a lot more than you think. Right. So, yeah, you have a lot of irons in the fire there that you have to take care of. We do. You know, I'm going to jump right off. Um, I, a couple of weeks ago, well, more than a couple, a few weeks ago, we had uh, Sal Prizio from Concord, Concord Center here. Yep. Concord Center Capital for the Center? Arts. Yeah. Capital Center. Capital <laughs> Center. Capital Center for the Arts here in Concord. And uh, he was talking about the Impact Group. Yes. And... I, I was going to ask him some questions about um, about the group because I did not know that that, that group was here in Concord as well. It Yes, it's all over the state. It Has it always been here it, in Concord? Uh, I believe, as far as I know, yes. Um, we actually travel to eight different locations throughout the Granite State, and... Um, I ever since I've been here, it's been in Concord. All right, so so my I've been asleep at the wheel, and uh, tell us what is Impact. So Im, the Impact troupe is basically fairy tale theater, and we call it TYA, which is theater for young audiences. Mm -hmm. And essentially, we hire a professional staff who of of a, of a troupe, so five actors, mm -hmm. and every week they present a brand new original musical fairy tale. Um, so they have to learn it in one week, right. and then they perform it for a week while they're learning the next the one. Next and it's one. a six-week program, <laughs> and they bring this 45-minute original musical fairy tale to eight different locations. So, for example, you'd go to the Capitol Center for the Arts every week. Um, we always go there on, I believe, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Wow. That So every week we'll be there, Tuesday yeah. at 10 a.m., but it'll be the, a different fairy tale. A different tale show. Week. Oh my gosh! Yep. All right. So tell me, you write these shows? I I do. I didn't always, but yes, you a couple of years ago, I took them over and started writing them. Yes. So and and you have written other pieces. And being a performer and not somebody who would write music, um, I'm always curious about why writers write or go with what they write. So what <laughs> what is it? You know what? You could yeah. have chosen just about anything to write. Sure. Right. Why children's fairy tales? Well, to be honest, out of necessity. Okay. <laughs> in this particular situation, right. um, we had—I didn't always write them. We, um, our history 
of our of our theater um, hinges on this fairy tale program, and we used to always get different writers, and we prided ourselves over the years, like literally in the eighties and nineties, you know, the whole time, um, in terms of having these original pieces. Right. And to be honest with you, there's not a lot of great like musical fairy tales out there to You're rent. right. Yeah. So we. Uh, but it's also getting harder to hire people yeah, sure. to write and, you know, and figure it out. And then you've got royalty things. Totally, and got yeah. All this stuff that comes up. So it just, a couple of years ago, <clears throat> I mean, the interesting thing is I actually, when I got here, Impact was not as healthy as it once was. Um, it was hemorrhaging some money. It wasn't doing as great as it used to. And so I actually went to the board of trustees and said, I want to get rid of it. I said we need to. I said we need to trim where things aren't working. Okay. And I that was part of why I was brought in okay. is to see how I could fix the theater and, and make things run smoother. And so my recommendation was to get rid of the impact program. And the board very respectfully said no, wow. <laughs> um, because they loved it. They yeah. had a lot of nostal- nostalgia for it. Yeah, yeah. And so I said, okay, well, if we're not going to get rid of it, then we have to make it better. Right. And so we uh, we've been very successful at that. Yeah. And part of doing that was quality control on the scripts and the scores. And I thought the easiest way to do it was just to take. It over myself just <laughs> because then we've got a collection we can start to reuse yes. shows we can um you know we, we actually the whole collection is called the magic of fairy tales and so one of the neat things about me writing them and having this series is every show whether it's little red riding hood or snow white or whatever it all starts with the same song called the magic of fairy tales so it's gotten to the point now we've been doing that for about two years and it's gotten to the point where the kids are starting to know the song. Get out of here. So they start to sing with us now no, at all really? the different venues. Yeah, it's really so exciting. So you do the first song for that. Does it fit the show? The, the It's a general song about about fairy tales. Okay, and magic I, of fairy I've tales. seen two of them. And you know what? I missed that. Well, the lyrics change on one of the verses. One okay. verse changes lyrics to be show specific. Okay, there you go. Well, all right. So, so I kind of know you a little bit. Like sure. we don't really know each other, right? But but we've <laughs> sure. we've passed cross paths, right? We've worked and together. We, we brought worked. you up to Jean's playhouse. Yes, you did. You did. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, but you know what has really, what has really impressed me about you? First of all, you're a quirky guy, um, which I like. You know, and and let's face it, you know, creativity. That's very normal. Sure. Right? We don't think normally right. like other people. But you know what I like about the fairy tales? Hmm. You have not reinvented what that fairy tale is talking about. Right. You stick to it. Yeah. And I cannot tell you how much I respect that because there is, oh, what's the word? There's sort of a tale in a fairy tale, a story in a fairy tale that is universal Mm-hmm. And that is almost comforting for kids, especially. But I'll tell you what, I watch your shows and they're absolutely delightful. I mean, you know, you're not sitting there. It's not just frosting on the cake. The, right. the piece actually does say something. Right? Yeah, we try to we try to pull out what the moral is That's and we right. try to focus on that. And you do. And it's so clear and it's so it matches the fairy tales so well yep. that every time I leave, I, I go, yeah. Okay. It's just fun. <laughs> it, it gets it. You get it. But you know what? Let me tell you, you know this as much as I do, and I might be way at the other age spectrum, but you know, here we're truth-telling. Yeah. The, the art forms today that we see sometimes aren't happy right? unless they have totally ripped it out, turned it upside down, and re-put it together, and sometimes that's okay. Sure. Sometimes sure. that works, but sometimes it doesn't, and yeah. with these, you have hit the nail on the head. Well, I think too we've we try and even from a like a a composer perspective because I you know as as you know I do have experience in in composition and I um I write 
pretty simple music for this for these shows. Yeah, Be- and and I do that on purpose. Of and course. I because and it's the same thing with kind of what you're talking about with the story. We're trying. We're not trying to dumb anything down, but we're trying to keep things to the to a very clean. You know, because because our audience are kids. We of just course. want them to be able to sing along. We want them to be able to quickly and easily learn the lessons. But the one thing that we do do that I think is kind of fun is I always I like to throw in a lot of jokes. Yes, because that I think are fun. No, they're humorous, and, and because I want the parents yeah. to be as entertained as the kids, and they are. So so here I would you know respectfully disagree with what you're saying as someone who's a classical, fairly decent classical artist. Um, simplicity is not a negative mark. Sure, right. Because purity and, and, and classiness with what you're doing with the music is a forever kind of thing. Yeah. No, that's very true. And so, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with you at all. I'm an adult. I've seen a whole lot out there, and I've been in a whole lot out there. And I have found these works for the adult as, as much fun and worthwhile as they would be for the children seeing it. So, yeah. And that, I know that that's a hump that is not always made. You know what I mean? Right. We don't always make that leap. Right. But you do. I'm very, very impressed. Um, and I, I always have been. But the last couple of performances, a couple of years ago that I saw, um, I walked away every time thinking, wow, I wonder if Jean's Playhouse really gets <laughs> what they have. Yeah. No, and I mean that well, because I, that's true. And that was, I mean, and and that was part of our, you know, that was our goal, right? We were trying to make the shows better. We were trying to um, almost do some rebranding on it, a little mm-hmm. bit of, you know, making it more concise. And and as it happens, we also redid sort of, sort of how we um, handle our, you know, places like the Capital Center for the Arts. These are our, our partners, right. our business partners. We sort of reworked our um, situation so that a lot of them actually – like Concord, for example, we kind of reworked our, our agreement so that they can now offer it for free. Wow. And a lot of our venues do that now. A lot of our venues just pay us Great. a flat rate and then they can do whatever they want with the tickets. Oh, and a lot of great. them find sponsors and just do it for free. So we're essentially, it's, Impact has become this free yes. theater for families right. all over the state, which is really fabulous. And you know what? You have to, folks, if you're listening and you have kids out there, or even if you're not, you don't have kids out there, these shows that you will go and see are very... They're short, but they are so full of smiles. I mean, musical smiles, visual smiles, jokes, with maintaining the integrity of the morality of that little bitty fairy tale. And well worth your time and effort to go. So make sure you go see Impact. So uh, at Capital Center here in Concord, and there are other places as well. All right, we're going to take a quick break. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host here on WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, and of course, our new 101.9 FM in Manchester. So our guest today here on Art for Living is Joel Mercier, and he is, what is your title exactly? Uh, Executive Artistic Director. Oh, there it is. Executive Artistic Director at Jean's Playhouse in Lincoln. And if you missed our first segment, we were talking quite a bit about uh, this children's program that Joel has undertaken to rebrand and uh, called Impact, which is a children's fairy tale production program that happens in the summer. Uh, and we have them happening at the Concord Center right here in Concord that you can go see. But there, there are, you said, seven seven different locations? Yeah, seven or eight. Um, we are in uh, 
let's see here. We are in Laconia, Concord, Plymouth, uh, of course, in Lincoln. Then we're also in Claremont, um, Gorham, wow. Haverhill, and Lancaster. Haverhill? So yes. My God. And do you double cast these at all? No, it's one troop, and they do about two venues a day in the mornings and early afternoons. Okay. And they come, then they always come back to Gene's Playhouse, to the, right. our home base. And then they spend sort of the later afternoons and early evenings rehearsing the next one. Wowie, sowie. Yeah. Those poor kids are exhausted. <laughs> they are. They do, it get, like, you get into a rhythm, though. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. too bad. No. And then, they, and then Saturdays, they don't perform they just focus on the next show mm-hmm. and then they get sundays off so that's mama nice. <laughs> mia but they're seeing a good swath of new hampshire for sure yes yes so let's talk a little bit about your apprentice program which is really what it is i i don't really see that listed on on the uh website do you talk about the um young singers that you have coming in the young performers that you have coming in for the summer um well we are we have all ages i mean there are a lot of yes we t- as as tr- traditional summer stock we tend to cater to um to people who are sort of in the age bracket of about 20 to like maybe 26. Sure. That's That tends to be our age bracket that yeah. we tire. Um, so we don't, you know, we're, we're not, we don't, um, yeah, it is It is essentially an apprentice program, right? Like we're trying to really create a stepping stone right. for these people who have maybe either are still in college or maybe just barely out mm-hmm. and they have... Um, experienced a few little professional things or maybe none at all and right. now they're kind of getting themselves into the real world so the, i see what you're saying so it's not s- something that you would call it but i would say the ma- the majority of the youngsters that you have coming in so um a couple of years ago we were lucky enough to be in the sound of music you, you had me as mother abbas was a great show enjoyed my time there um and it brought back all kinds of memories from apprentice programs you know opera apprentice programs sure that i had done as a youngster and then as i got older had worked with but these these singers you know folks don't know what these singers do what these performers do and i think that it would be really cool to let them know so give us give us a little highlight um, of the whole thing from the beginning to the end. So the singers come in and they audition for you. So yeah, it's it's been a little weird lately because of co- you know pr- so when, once we hit COVID, suddenly we stopped doing cattle call auditions and things okay. like that, which used to be cattle calls are, are these huge auditions where you see like thousands of people in one weekend. Yeah. Um, there's like thirty or forty different theater troops, you know, there to, to and everybody's kind of fighting over everybody. Right. Who wants who? Um, but they're su- <laughs> and and they're exhausting and they're long, but they're great because yeah. you get to see so many people from so many different locations right in one it's, one weekend I know, it's and, great. and I miss them and we are going back to them I guess next year which oh, is good. awesome I'm good. so excited about that so since COVID it's been a little bit different because we've had to do a lot more with video submission okay. which is just it's Ooh, tricky right yeah. it's tricky and it takes almost three times as long because yeah. you have to send them sides now they have to put those on video then you have to do Zoom interviews it's oh, complicated mama, yeah, wow, so wow. yeah hiring's been much trickier in, um, in our 2021 and 2022 season but, um, but yeah so it's a big process we probably I mean I get I'm just in terms of cold emails. I probably get four to five hundred submissions okay. in my email. I go to a couple schools, um, and then I do ads on on some of our industry, sure. um, you know, uh, info boards and things like that. What it, schools do you go to? Um, I go to Hart. I go to the Hart School because um, yeah. that's my alma mater. Oh, so that's, that's, that's right. Yes. And you told me that's so, right. Yeah, so I've got a lot of connections there. Huh. I go to SUNY New Pulse because I happen to know some staff there. Yeah. Um, and we also, and then other years it just depends. Sometimes we've gone to Boston Conservatory. Sometimes we've gone to, you know, it just kind of depends on who we know where and okay. what, what works with our schedule. Again, the last two years have been a little funky, yeah. but hopefully 
starting next year and get back Be on normal, huh? More, much more of a, tra- a normal yeah. track. Um, but it is it is safe to say that in a normal year, we can see anywhere upwards of two to 3,000 people. And we're only trying to fill about 40 slots. Right. 40 so, slots, all those people. What are you looking for? Well, we are looking for, I would say, in in simplest terms, we are looking for two different things. We are looking for, obviously, talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are also looking for people who we think personality-wise can fit into our world. Oh. Summer stock is a very up and personal thing. You are eating, <laughs> sleeping and breathing all the all of your coworkers for yeah. 8 to 10 weeks. Right. Uh, it can we don't want people who are going to maybe not lend themselves to that style of an environment, sure. you know, because negativity is is can can breed, you know, negativity. Totally. So we work really hard to create a family environment where we're all in it together. We're all working really hard together. We're all proud of the work we're doing. Um, so that is equally as important as finding the talent because if we get somebody who we think is really talented, but we just think they're going to create problems. So how then, do you know about the uh, personality it's the issue? It's the interview. It's the interview. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's just talking Very with them. Cool. It's seeing with because we go over a lot of things. We go over things from what the rehearsal schedule looks like to you know, and I don't sugarcoat. You know, when thing I I I try really hard to tell them what is hard yep. at our theater. Like this is you're going to be exhausted during this right. time, but that's okay <laughs> because these other times things are better. You right. know, and I and this is the housing, and it's very dorm like, and it's very you know, and I try to go over. I try to make sure that their expectations are set properly. That they know what they're really going into. And looking and checking out their reactions to those things tells me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's true, and especially if you've done it for a lot of years. Yeah, you get you sort of get the you sort of get the gist of it. Well, all. and even before I, I took over Jean's Playhouse, I used to do this for New London all the time. Yeah. So I, I and I learned from that artistic director who now runs Northern Stage. So I've I I sort of. I've sort of been taught how to do this, yeah. and I, I think I do it fairly well. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. <laughs> so these young singers that come in are really looking for a place to to maybe do more than one or two roles even. Right, they're, they're building their resumes. They're building the resume, and they need to find places to do that. It's yes. invaluable to yep. them. And it's especially been hard for some of these, you know, the people who are seniors are COVID kids, meaning that they're, they yeah. may not have gotten anything the first two years because of COVID. Yeah. So a lot of them are actually really, especially, you know, wanting to fill that resume now, yeah. even more so than, pri- than prior to 2020. Right, needing to fill that resume, yeah. Because yeah. everything kind of did take a standstill. Right. But now it's pretty much back, and, yeah. and you're running twice as fast now to catch up for time loss. Exactly, exactly. And um, and some of the, it's, it's, it's interesting because we've had to definitely change our, you know, when we see these kids and we read their resumes, they're not as full as they used yes. to be, right? No, of course. And of course, we understand that that's yeah. not their fault. Right. So we have, we've had to take a new approach in terms of how we view that and what mm-hmm. we look for and what we discuss with them because we understand they've been through a difficult time. Yeah, my know? gosh. Yeah, right. absolutely. So they've been, let's say now they go through the audition process, you've picked the best group to fill the needs of what you need for that season, what happens then? So then they arrive, um, They and uh, we basically jump right in um, at the start of the season uh, with two shows, because we have, you know, we have the concert, which was the Sound of Music that you got to be involved in a few years ago. Um, That's something that did come out of COVID, the idea of doing something outdoors, Mm -hmm. and we just, now it's unrelated to COVID, we just (laughs) love it so much that we want to keep doing this outdoor concert. Um, So because it's a concert, we can put it together relatively quickly compared to a full-fledged musical. Yes. We're not choreographing, we're we're usually trimming it just a tad, we're um, not doing scene changes and sets and things like that and all that music. So typically what we do is we rehearse um, during the morning and afternoon on on what is the second show the, that's going to be the first yeah. indoor show right while our evenings are dedicated to, to quickly the learning show. the concert yeah yeah so it's Great. a pretty busy first two to three weeks and then things calm down right. a lot it just runs kind of 
Yep. So so talk a little bit. Now, The Sound of Music, I think you did that two summers. We did. Because it was so well received. It was so well received, <laughs> yes. The first year was great. We had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were totally shot in the dark. We had no idea. And it was really successful. So then the second year, we said, well, let's bring it back by popular demand. Oh, good. Um, and then this year, we're moving on to The Wizard of Oz. Okay. That's another great family one. Yes. Awesome. So so the kids are going to be rehearsing the uh, Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. And is it Into the Woods that's next? And then Into the Woods will be up. The great show. One. Yes. Wonderful one. Yeah. It it is a wonderful show. It was very hard to get the rights to it. because, really? Well, because it just closed on Broadway. A revival was, was on Broadway, a very successful revival, uh, and it was starting its national tour. Oh, and that so tour. Yes. We, it took forever to firm up the rights, but we got them, okay. and it was yes. all good. It is a great show. <laughs> so um, while they're doing that, they're also doing Impact. Right? Uh, separate, separate team. So the really? actors who do Impact are a completely – oh, Yes, they are a separate team. You're right, they do do the concert. That's probably why you Oh, that's right, remember. thought that they were there. Yeah, yeah and, and the reason we did that is in 2020, we had a much smaller main stage company. Okay. Because, again, we were coming out of COVID. We thought smaller was better <laughs> at that time. Um, we So in order to give Sound of Music enough people, we did decide to have Impact oh, do it I as see. well. Okay. Now, since then, our, company's, our main stage company has grown. Okay. But we've kept Impact in the concert because we think it's just such a wonderful first starter experience for everybody. Absolutely. It kind of gets the company because otherwise Impact, the Impact cast and the um, main stage cast don't really work very much together. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of nice to be able to let them start off on the yes, same Yes, excellent. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, wow, that's an awful lot of work for those kids, right? Yeah, Impact is too busy yeah, to try to do all absolutely. the <laughs> Wow, good to know. Okay, so uh, we're going to take another little break here. Art for Living, we have Joel Mercier as our guest today, so hang tight. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Jane Cormier, your host here in Artful Living on WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. If you're just joining us, our guest today is Joel Mercier, and Joel is from Jean's Playhouse in Laconia, New Hampshire. And we were laughing before we came on today for the show about the imaginary, uh, you know, these walls that exist boundaries that exist here in New Hampshire that all of a sudden you're in Concord and you think that Laconia is too far oh, away. Lincoln, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lincoln, Laconia. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, some people think Laconia is too I know. far well, away. Well, <laughs> that's true too. Yes, yes. But Lincoln. You know, it makes sense though that you thought Laconia because we also used to join up with um, uh, at, the, at, the, at the Colonial right. in Laconia. Yes, so we have do. done projects in Laconia <laughs> and in Lincoln. Yes, I cannot so. tell a lie. I, no, it was just a flub. That was, I wasn't thinking that. But you do a lot in Laconia, don't you? I mean, I'm we did, yeah. Impact goes to Laconia. And Impact goes to Laconia, and we used to do a, uh, a Christmas carol there yes, and things like that. I've it's seen like, that, yep, too. Colonial, so, so, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, no, no, I'm talking Lincoln, which is just a straight shot right up 90. Straight shot. So simple. I know. It It feels like it's, like, when you think about it, you think it's far away, but it's really about 55 minutes, and yeah. it's a straight shot and usually no traffic. Yes. Even in the busiest 
weeks because i mean i drive up there all the time from manchester and even in the absolute like vacation weeks and like crazy holiday weekends and stuff truly once you get past concord the drive is fine yeah it's you know some of the there's some congestion obviously around you know concord but but once i mean even when it's a even when it's a packed highway it's just it's all you know you just straight shot at 70 miles an hour and you're there isn't that crazy i know it's very quick and easy folks you have to go up there this summer if you haven't been to gene's playhouse or if it's been a while since you've been up there don't don't feel that drive is daunting because it isn't. It's a straight shot up there, and you're there in no time. And it is also a beautiful ride. So yes. you know it's all good, right? Um, one of the shows that you are doing this summer is a show into the woods, and I love that show. It's it's kind of an irreverent show, an irreverent take on uh, fairy tales, but fairly brilliant, I think, in its oh writing. for sure, you yeah, know, how absolutely. how it's been put together as a musical. Um, and it's kind of fun how that first half almost works as a musical by itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because the first half is all the fairy tales sort of kind of ending the way you remember them. Yes. And then in the second act, they all kind of go haywire. Yeah, you know? they all fall so, apart, right? right? Which, which is really kind of the brilliant thing because yeah. you kind of wonder what's the second act going to be going to be right because everything know. ended the way we remember or it. it seems to right 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 starts to fall into place in this first act and then the second act everything that you thought wasn't and unravels a little bit before it comes to its its you know its what is that moral what's the moral of into the woods right yeah it's it's uh, to me this is the the interesting thing about into the woods for me is that it's it's taking fairy tale characters and seeing what happens when you impose the real world problems on them right because in fairy tales we don't really deal with real world problems we right. sort of pretend they don't exist it's and, kind of what a fairy tale is right because they're simplistic <laughs> and they're meant to just show a moral or yeah. show you know and in this in this amazing you know musical by Stephen Sondheim it 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 brilliantly sort of says well what happens if you know if Prince Charming isn't as, face, as faithful as we remember, yes. or what happens if you know, um, you know, the the witch actually does doesn't want to give up, you know, Rapunzel, yes. <laughs> you know, because she has all these motherly feelings towards her. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's all these real life problems that we deal with all the time, but you never think of fairy tale characters dealing with right. it. Right, and that's sort of what happens in Act Two. And know? and and really, it's all about you know love and in experiences yeah. that you come through. Hopefully, you know, finding a way to. To get through it with some semblance of and getting through the hard times. That's right. Right. So yeah. it's I mean, even though they are fairy tale characters, everybody can relate to just how to get through hard times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So if if anybody out there listening hasn't seen Into the Woods, this is one you don't want to miss. It's a great musical. It's it's like we said, a little bit irreverent, but you know what? It's it's a classic in the new genre. Uh, you know of of what musicals are supposed to do now. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And uh, it's. It's it's really did so. How did Sondheim feel about this one? Do you know? I mean, I I think it was one of his favorites. I Do you think, think yeah, I think so. I think Sondheim was pretty proud of this piece, and um, I mean, it's certainly his most done work. It's, um, oh my goodness, yeah, and it's had it's had the most revivals on yeah. Broadway and things like that. Really, the most revivals is mm-hmm. Into the Woods for for Stephen Sondheim. Yeah, yeah, for Sondheim. Yeah, interesting. I know that uh, the first half really works well for kids. Yes, I've I've done the first half with with groups um, in the past. Um, not taking on that second that second act, not because it's not a good act, it's a great act, but to me, it's a more mature act. Yeah, and yeah. you know, there's have, nothing inappropriate for children, no, but no, certainly no. Act One is what the, is what children tend to right. You know, and if you have towards. a young young singers and young performers, you know, that's a great way to start, right? Sure, just do that first half. But the second act also for the artist for the performer, yeah, um, is a is a deep act. Yeah, that's be- where the meat is. You've got to be able to. 
find a way to um, be real clear with what's happening so that you can keep the story related, you know, like you said, the real times, the real problems, you know, without forgetting where you are right. doing that, right. you know? Yeah. And yeah. it takes a good actress and a good actor to be able to do that. Yes. You know, it's not an easy thing. No, no, it's it's a very difficult show um, to produce. And mm-hmm. it's especially... Um, and yeah, it's just it's just got a lot of complication in it, and it's a mm. long piece because yeah. you've got a lot of stories you have to like tell this. You know, you're jumping back between all these different fairy tale stories, um, and there's this great note in the in the script that says from James Lapine, the original book writer and and original director, uh-huh. who says, "Keep in mind." Everybody's in the woods, and they all have high stakes. Just keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Don't get stuck on anyone. Right. Your audience will <laughs> trust me. Your audience will appreciate it if you just keep it moving. And right. I, I couldn't agree. Less. Yes, because it's a frenetic thing anyway. All the happenings that go on in the second act. Yeah. So, um, do you find that the the singers, the young singers that come in, are ready for this? The challenge for this piece? Yeah, this is a piece that. Um, <clears throat> people who have trained in musical theater are especially excited about. Right. Um, and they want to do. Yes. So people, this is on their, most people's bucket lists to be able to get, be in this in this production. Have a good role in Into the Woods. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree with you. And the great thing about it is it, almost everything is a good role. I mean, it's not really a huge, it is an ensemble show. Yeah. Like, like everybody's got a feature, you yes. know, which is kind of cool too. That is very good about the show. He yeah. was very good about that writing. Everybody gets their time. So that's July 13th to the 29th, yes, correct? Yes, that is correct. All right, so we'll be talking about that more in the future, too, just to let folks remind them that that's happening. Really great. The um, the Wizard of Oz in concert is going to be July 6th through 8th. Yes. So it's just a couple of, you know, three nights. Just to a weekend because it's uh, just be, A, because we're doing it in a different location. So it's helpful to, you know, for that. But we can also fit so many people out there. Yes. That that's, we don't need to do much more than one weekend. So, of course. Yeah. That's and great. And we do have a rain date on Sunday the 9th just in case. Yes. <laughs> Good. We always have to have that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so The Wizard of Oz is July 6th to 8th into the woods, July 13th and 29th. And uh, if we go on to the next show that you have, it's, it's a show that... Um, you have to include, I guess, right? Legally Blonde. Yes. What do you think about Legally Blonde? I, I mean, to be honest with you, I love it. I think it's do because you? I do because it's. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's completely the opposite of Into the Woods. Into yeah. the Woods is a right. is sort of an artistic favorite, and I wouldn't call Legally Blonde particularly artistic, <laughs> but I think it is just good old fun. It's entertaining. It's so entertaining, and there's still a great moral to it. Yeah. And it's um and you know people just you know unlike Into the Woods, Legally Blonde is a huge dance show. Yeah. So for people who want that splashy entertainment that's that's the show where you get to just shut off your brain okay you don't shut off your brain for into the woods that's you right. have to really think about you it. have to use it <laughs> right but in legally blonde you just shut off your brain yeah. and laugh and enjoy the dance and enjoy the music and it's just a really fun piece there you go there you go so that one is running from august 3rd to the 19th yes and uh, who wrote that piece by the way who's the who's the music composer um you know to, i can't remember yeah i think it's i think it's lawrence o'keefe um if i remember correctly um you click on it, it'll Let me tell see. you. Yeah. Learn more. You know, <laughs> it on, will oh, say by right the way, we should tell you um, if you're looking for any of this information, you go to the site jeansplayhouse.com. I mean, how easy is that, right? Jeansplayhouse.com, and you pull up all of this. So uh, the music and lyrics are by Lawrence O'Keefe yeah, and so Neil O'Keefe. Benjamin Heather Hach. Aha. There it goes. That's the name. Um, yeah, very cool. So it's based on the Metro Golden Mare motion picture. Yep. Which which is also a lot of fun, right? Very cool. All righty. And what is the? Do you have a? You have one more, don't you? We do. We have on Golden Pond is the closing oh my show. Gosh. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. 
Yeah, we we typically close with a play, not always, but uh, most often we we do a, a play rather than a musical. Last mm-hmm. year was Thirty Nine Steps. Um, oh. I think actually the year you were there, we did plaid, but that was partly because yes. again we were coming back from COVID. Okay. We kind of wanted to sort of shuffle the deck with musicals because um, traditionally it's musicals great. sell better. But yeah. um, we do love it putting in a play at the end of the year. That's awesome. So yeah, so we're doing on Golden Pond this year, which we're really excited about. Wowie zowie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is something I did not know that yeah. you did, every, that you close it out with a straight play. Yeah, in fact, in all of my years, um, that year was the only year we threw a musical. Okay. Yeah, so. it's almost always a play. Um, and On Golden Pot, of course, was written, um, you know, it's, it's. I mean, it's such so, so based here in New Hampshire, I know, right? in Maine. Yeah, uh, well, right, right. And, but they filmed it here on Squam Lake. Yes, they did. Um, and, um, and the author lives here. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. What, what is written by oh, so Vermont? Ernest Thompson, yeah. Vermont? Well, yes, but he lives here now. He lives in New Hampshire? He lives in New Hampshire, yes. I did not know Ernest that. Thompson cool. Right yeah. Wowie zowie. Is he going to come to your show? <laughs> I don't know. He has called us. We have to uh, ask him. <laughs> you should ask him. Come on, come on down. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah on yeah. Golden Pond. All right. That's August 24th to September 2nd. But uh, we'll recap, recap all of these uh, after we have our little break here. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio.com, and we will be right back. Welcome back out there. This is Jane Comier from Art for Living, your host today. And our guest is Joel Mercier from Jean's Playhouse. And uh, we've had a great conversation here talking about all of the performances that are upcoming. Um, as you said at the beginning, Joel, you're a performance and a presenter, right? Yes. Yep. And uh, so we have Justin McKinney comedy show. That's uh, July 1st. You know, I I keep hearing that name a lot. He plays up here a lot, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He must have a following. He does. He has quite a following, and that you show usually sells out. Um, really? He, yeah. He Justin is uh, performs all over New Hampshire, but also all over New England, and you can. See him on Comedy Central and all—I mean, all sorts of stuff. He's pretty big, yeah. And uh, but he's also great. He's—he does a lot of New England specific humor, which really? we love. And he—I uh, know he's been to the Capitol Center here in Concord before. He's—he's yes. um, he's just yeah. He's a really fabulous actor and a really fabulous guy. Is he from New Hampshire? Uh, yes. That's why he must. Be well, I think he's it. originally from Massachusetts, but I think he and his family ended up moving here, and that's why oh he knows goodness. the area so well. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah, yeah, I see his name constantly. I yeah, mean, I know great. he's a comedian. I know that you know he has such a following. I've never seen him live, um, but maybe this is a good opportunity to do so. So that's July first, and yes. that show will sell out. So, folks, remember you can get all of this information, and I assume buy tickets right online mm-hmm. at uh, jeansplayhouse.com. All right, don't don't. Uh, don't wait, because that will sell out. All right, and you have another presentation, don't you? Uh, presenting, yeah, we do um, We do a couple. So our we just finished, we, we open our season on Memorial Day weekend, and we do presenting, um, obviously that's past now, but we do presenting acts on Memorial Day weekend, usually a band and a comedy. And then we have... Um, we have uh, Justin McKinney on July first. Then we kind of start our summer season, and right. we're so busy with theater that we keep that that's our producing season. We of can't course. really put anything else in. But at the end of that, we bring back our North Country comedy series, which um, are three different comedians. We do those a couple of times a year, sometimes uh, usually on the holiday weekends, okay. like um, you know Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, things like that. So they'll be back. They're great. It's always a different set of comedians. Okay. Um, they're really fabulous. And then as we f- go further into the fall. 
we continue to do presenting acts. Um, we have our Crafted Concert Series, which is Columbus Day weekend. We bring a different big band in all, uh, on Friday, one on Friday, the Adam Ezra Group, one on Saturday, the Derek Dyer Band, and one on um, uh, Sunday, which is um, a Billy Joel tribute band. Oh, cool. So, yeah, and those actually aren't um, on the website quite yet because yeah, that's the fall, the fall schedule. So that's kind of a sneak peek, if you will. Yes, there is. <laughs> Coming up, don't so, miss. Yes, yes so. you have so much going on. You couldn't. It would be overfilled. Right, exactly. We usually post that kind of at the end of the summer. We put the whole fall up. Yes, absolutely. Sounds great. So listen, folks, if you do go to jeansplayhouse.com, and I do this with a lot of, whether it's opera companies or even radio stations that will be ha- offering good concerts, um, I always join the email list. And I know that some folks don't like to do that, but if you know that there's a specific thing that you want to be remembering about, right, you don't want to forget that that's coming up, you should go and hit the, you know, the front page, you go down to the bottom, it says stay connected, join our email list, and I think you should do it, because once you get the email, if because you're going to hear this, and you go, oh, I should go see this, or I should, you know, we should go up, you're going to forget, because that's how we are, we just don't stop, do we? We just... We're like that, or that, uh, what, that mouse on the wheel there. Uh, and sometimes you need to, the reminder that something's coming up. So join our email list at, at jeansplayhouse.com. You want to do that uh, so you know what's coming up. There's too much here. Now, you also have something, uh, a, a haunted... We do. What's going yes. on with that? So we also do special holiday events, and one of the <laughs> one of the big things that we started last year is something called Ghost Light, which was a very uh, major undertaking for us. We thought we'd be. I'm not saying we thought it was a piece of cake, but we thought <laughs> as people who produce theater, It'd be good easy. theater, so quickly, sure. it would be. It would be not maybe not easy, but like we got this yeah. right. Whew, we were wrong. I mean, we we did get it, How but come? it was hard because it's just a huge monster. Um, so we transform our entire <laughs> building. It's not just the sh- it's not just the stage. It's the entire building from the moment you walk into the auditorium, and then we take you through what is actually like the costume shop, the green room, the dressing rooms, onto the stage, into the auditorium, down corridors, then out the back into the backyard. I mean, we take you through the whole building, but you don't necessarily know you're in those places because they're all done up. Done up. Yeah, and goodness. we have, and, and part of what Ghost Light is and what we were aiming to make it was, it's not just a haunted house, it's actually like a um, almost immersive theater meets a haunted attraction. Cool. So, so unlike a lot of haunted houses, which are just, um, you know, kind of themed rooms. Mm-hmm. Ours is a story. We're telling you a story about the old theater and who haunts the theater and it, the, everything, how it all comes. To, yeah, so it's a whole story uh, encompassed um, with actors and sets and special effects. Okay, so and, how scary is this for kids? Um, it, you know, it. I would say. You know, on a scale of one to ten, last year it was probably only about a six. We were, you know, because we were trying to figure out the right balance between scary right. and story. Um, we do, rec- we do, we are trying to actually make it scarier every year. Are you? And we're trying to you grow it. You should do one that isn't, um, and then the we kids did. Become... We had a light fright last yes. year. We oh. called it a light fright. Yay. Yeah, and we did it, and we did it on Sunday afternoons. And did it work? Um, yeah, we didn't see as quite as many people for that. But the overall event was quite successful last okay. year. Um, the light, the light fright itself was not, not, not. Huge well, popular, it was the first year. It was totally the first year, and the goal is to keep growing it and making it bigger every year. And again, we were really 
happy. We it was seven or eight hundred people showed up last year. That's awesome. So we were pretty excited. Um, and this year we've got even more ideas. We're just building on top of it. Oh Obviously, it's this kind of thing where we we're going to keep the theme and the storyline basically the same. But but we're every year we're growing it. We're changing where the jumps are. We're changing where the scares. Of are. course, we're changing to. the rooms. Right. Yeah. We want people to be able to come back year after year. Yes. We don't want it to feel like it's How oh I've cool said. How cool is that? Have, so have you enjoyed doing it? It, um, we did. We enjoyed it a lot. It was it was really stressful. <laughs> I, I I explained to people that it was because it's not because it's not our world. You know, we had to learn a lot. I explained to people that it kind of felt like we were walking in a room filled with smoke, and we think we're going in the right direction towards the door, but you don't know whether you really are or not yeah. until your hand actually reaches the knob. Okay, all right. But on on the final day, you know, like ten minutes before the first tour, our hand grabbed the knob, and we went, "Okay, okay good." Yeah. And people loved it, and it had a really great time. Isn't so, Fun. This year, I feel way less stressed Stress. out about it now right, because I now we know what it is, yeah. and now we know how to make it better. Isn't that great? Um, yeah, so we do. Yeah, that's so. That's hopefully that will become a new you know annual tradition of that course. we'll do every year and just keep growing and making bigger and better. And then you have also a holiday Christmas <clears throat> show. We do. We are actually switching it over this year for the first time. Um, we used to do something called the White Mountains Christmas, yes. which was a charming little show. Mm-hmm. Um, but we actually, our goal was always to switch that over to a Christmas Carol, right? Because there's just a higher ceiling for Christmas Carol. You of know, course, people just love that tradition. <laughs> and and uh, again, I wrote a version years ago that I absolutely love, and so we're rewriting it once again to work at Jean's Playhouse with a, a small professional cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to be the first year, and we're really excited cool. about it. Yeah, so it's going to be early December. You're just doing something like every month almost. Yeah. Yeah, well, we we sort of have to. Yeah. <laughs> Once we're open, I mean. Sure. But uh, yeah, and in between, we just sprinkle in educational programming, presenting acts, things like that. Mm-hmm. So we're we're pretty nonstop. We spend our sort of January, February, March, April planning. Right. And then by May, we open, and that's Boom. it. It's pretty much nonstop from May all the way through December. Yeah. So that's why, folks, you have to be on the email list so that you'll get the emails so you know it's coming up because you don't want to miss this. And remember, it's it's an imaginary thing. It's straight up 93. It's like so simple and it's a great drive. So don't let Lincoln, New Hampshire scare you, right? It's a great <laughs> trip. Um, all right, so here's a quick question. What does Joel Mercier see for himself in the future? Take away, you know, all this that you're doing with jeans. Oh, boy. Uh, Right now, it's hard to think of anything else besides jeans because I'm so focused on it. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's, you know, I've, I've, it's tough to say. I've been, um, I've had a pretty varied career. I mean, it's all been in within theater, but right. it's, you know, I actually, my degree was actually as an actor. I, I was, I am an equity actor. I, you know, uh, performed a lot before I moved into music direction and conducting and, orch- and orchestrating and composing. And then I had a pretty lengthy career doing that all over the country. And then I kind of got sick of that and moved into directing. Yeah. And that sort of led me into administration. And that's what kind of brought me back to New Hampshire because I am from New Hampshire, but I haven't always lived here. Uh-huh. I lived in New York. I lived, uh, you know, in several other places. So it's it kind of um, at this point now, I've that was kind of that was like the most recent dream is that I just wanted to really become an artistic director and be able to do Good. what I wanted to do. And what's been interesting with Jean's Playhouse is, is the idea that um, – Jeans was a little bit of a blank canvas, so I could come in and sort of try different things, which mm-hmm. you can't always do. You That's know, right. you're not always allowed to do that. So the fact that this was was open for interpretation, trying new things, right. was really exciting to me. Um, it also makes it very difficult mm-hmm. sometimes, but it's also very exciting. Right. Um, so I don't know what the next step is after this. I mean, I, I definitely we've got a lot of things going on with Jeans, and I'm very excited about what the next 
five-year plan is. Mm-hmm. So I don't anticipate much change in the next five years. Wow. But I don't I don't know after that. We'll have to just see. So there's no big show you would always wanted to write or <sighs> anything that's personally you'd like to do or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, do yeah. Do you know what I'm seeing? Because you're a rel- <laughs> you're a young guy, and what I'm seeing is is that you're so invested in what you're doing right now, which isn't a bad thing. Right, that's not yeah. at all criticism. But you know what? We all have things. I think anyway. It's been my experience that we have things that are in the back, that stay in the back because we're too busy where we are to sure, do what we've sure, got to do. Sure. But they're there. Well, I mean, there certainly are like long-term dreams of like I, you know, I, I do, I do love actually composing and orchestrating. I've always wanted to fall more into that category. They're just they're so difficult. And to be honest, I I, I am getting older. Not to make not to sound we you all know, are, so but what? I I find as I get older that I, I you know it's harder to um like I other things I've I've always been very career oriented. And as I get older I find that like the comforts of life are starting to mean more yeah and, and you know and, and and settling down in one place rather than constantly be tra- traveling yes. and and living going or, or living back in new york which i i loved my time there but like no. good i'm good you know <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i mean i agree there are millions of things and the cool thing about i will say one thing that was really interesting out of covid is the fact that so much has become able to do remote that's right and so that is an exciting thing that i think we all can you know you could look at we can always look at so i i do look forward to what's what is the next you know five to ten that's year plan good. and on so. you you should. We'll you see. should look. You should look forward to it. You're you're a very talented guy. Thank you. Um, thank you, Joel Mercier, for being here. Uh, JeansPlayhouse.com. You really want to keep them on the list, folks, and go up there this summer. Take advantage and the fall. They're right through December. They're busy. Uh, and this is Jane Cormier, your host here on WKXL New Hampshire Talk Radio.com. One four five zero a.m. One zero three point nine FM Concord and one zero one point nine FM in Manchester. Thanks for joining us. Have a nice day.